Hey guys, and welcome to The One Up Project. We're simplifying all things finance and lifestyle in a relaxed environment. It's all just a bit of fun, so be sure to keep listening and let the content be a catalyst for your own self-improvement. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the One Up Project podcast. I hope you're all well because I'm not, I'm recovering from sickness. <laughs> I've got a very special guest with me here today, Felicia All. Um, now Felicia has a lot going on I feel, so I'm excited to get into this episode and this is going to be the first episode of a new series I'm doing and I feel we're calling it a series, new segment. I haven't quite decided on the name yet, I've got a few in mind, but by the time I release this, I will have a name set. And it's pretty much going to be a monthly chit-chat, talk, yarn, where it's a bit more casual than the other episodes, a bit less structured, we don't have any sort of plan going into it, but it's an opportunity to speak to some really cool, interesting people about their story and hear their perspective on certain topics. So it might go against the grain, it might be controversial, um, but it'll be entertaining, exciting, we're going to get vulnerable and it'll just be a good way to, I guess, understand how other people approach their life and maybe take a few tips and a bit of value from their opinions as well. So welcome Felicia, how are you? I'm good, thank you so much for having me. No worries at all, I'm very excited to have you here and really honoured that you are willing to come and jump on the pod um it means heaps to me and I appreciate your time stop it I'm so excited to be here okay (laughs) you know that (laughs) no I'm I'm very excited to have you here so I think the first thing I really wanted to chat to you about is maybe if you could just and I I know this but give everyone Mm. else sort of an overview of what you're doing right now and I guess why you're in Auckland and what you've been up to recently okay um I'll try and keep it short but it could be a long story so I work for Hunting and Fishing Head Office as a marketing coordinator, didn't study marketing at uni, did a Bachelor of Business in Economics and then a postgrad diploma in Environmental Management. So I've been at Hunting and Fishing for just over a year, it's my first full-time job, very full on. I'm up in Auckland because our printers, which print like our catalogs and flyers, flew us up and like put us like in it like with nice dinner and drinks and stuff like that. And so I thought I'd just take advantage of the opportunity and meet you and meet some other cool people as well. Um, and I, that's a very brief overview of me. Awesome, that's so cool. And tell us a bit about the fluorescence podcast and when you started that and why you've started that because. Felicia, although you've got your full-time job, which mm. I feel um, you're, I, I would, I assume that you're quite career driven mm-hmm. and you work hard in your job and you want to progress in that. But aside from that, you have a podcast and more than that, you have your own business as well. Yeah. So tell us a bit about those projects. Okay, cool. All right. Well, I'll start with my online business first, which is Soul Family. So the reason first that I started to do postgrad is one, I was freaking scared to like go into the workforce and get a job. Like mm. three years at uni just went so freaking quick. And so I did a master's and then changed it to a postgrad diploma because I decided that I just wanted to get out of there. Like a lot of my classmates were a lot older than me and I wasn't sure what I wanted to write my thesis on. So I was like, let's change it to a postgrad diploma which was really hard for me because I am a high achiever and like I set very, very high like internal Mm. expectations for myself. So that was like probably a decision that was made over the course of like six months to change it to a PG dip. And 
so I did that and I guess while I was studying postgrad I'm very passionate about not only the environment but like sustainable development as a whole and mm-hmm. that's where Soul Family came from and so the meaning behind the word Soul Family is kind of like a community or a group of people that are connected by a mission and so that's what I wanted Soul Family to be like and I guess that's kind of what you want like the One Up project to be mm-hmm. like a community of people right online so that was my idea with it and that's how I wanted to pursue it and I guess back then you're like if you start a business you've got to sell something right that's what I thought in my head so we came up with a few different product products focused around uh, reusable alternatives to single-use plastic so we have like a reusable coffee cup um, shopping bag fruit and veggie bags and a straw that like is like a zero waste starter kit and like that was fully self-funded by my partner and I and like we were like five months into our relationship and he jumped in like financially so good test (laughs) yeah which is so freaking epic and like he must have just really believed in me but soul family's been definitely like a learning a learning opportunity more than anything Mm. I we launched when I was like in the thick of post-grad and you only ever get out of something what you put in, right? So, and all marketing is on social media. So I really struggled to put time into it. And because of that, you just don't get that many sales and things like that. And then it can get a bit disheartening. But I'm still like going through it and seeing how I can potentially like get an intern or something like that to help me. Because for a long time, I thought I was failing because I wasn't doing enough but then like doing something by yourself is hard. Like having someone to bounce ideas off is really important. So that's what I'm trying to, I guess, work towards this year in 2021. And then with the podcast, I started that July last year. What's it called? The Fluorescence Podcast. And the meaning, I love, I love coming up with like business names. Like that's one of my favorite things to do. And so the word fluorescence means like to develop richly or fully or another uh, definition I I think is to like blossom so Mm. in my mind I was hoping that by people listening to the conversations I was having it was helping them on like their personal development or self-development journey and to get to like that name took a long time and the reason why was because I had kind of created an identity around like being like an environmental queen with like soul family and my environmental diploma and that stuff is really important to me but I wanted to branch out so like I sat on the podcast idea for a year and it was going to be called soul family and then it was going to be called like what on earth and I was trying so hard to try and fit into that environmental box and every time I sat down to go plan an episode, it felt like I was like writing an, an assignment or something mm. like that. So I really um, sat on the idea for way too long. And then in June 2020, I invested in an eight-week like personal development course that one of my friends was running. And so I did that and it really helped me like move through some of like the limiting beliefs and just excuses I had. And I just set myself a deadline end of July the podcast would be launched and so I did Uh, so we've still been going strong and it's hard to juggle with my full-time job and soul family and the podcast as well so I'm a very busy girl you are well that's an incredible story life story so far yeah you've got a lot on and I think it's quite interesting talking to you because I feel 
you from the outside seem to handle it so well like I Mm. feel like you've got it all together or at least you know how to handle things and I feel like you've got you apply practical tools to your life to structure those goals and those wants and those things you want to achieve Mm. so tell us a bit a bit about how you approach that so for when you went out of uni did you Mm. have like an idea of the job you wanted to do or how did you make moves to achieve I guess the job you wanted to be in and how you wanted to um or where you wanted to work yeah okay so not gonna lie I was very naive and I literally thought as soon as I finished my bachelor's like I was gonna like have like 10 job offers just like on Mm. like on my doorstep I feel like they kind of make you believe that's what's going to happen once you get that piece of paper. I and agree. I, I guess when I also worked, walked into uni, I was like, I'm just going to like create the most amazing CV and I'm mm. going to like do this club and do this extracurricular and have this amazing piece of like paper, which was my CV filled with like a million achievements and awards and stuff like that. So like I got really into like scholarships and getting really good grades and uni that's why uni did consume my life like it was literally like an 8 a.m to 12 a.m thing because I grinded hard and made no time for anything else Mm. uh, which was definitely a season of my life that I needed to go through and then I guess when I got to the end of the three years and I was like too scared and totally not prepared to go into the workforce so I was like I'll keep studying a little bit more and also didn't really want to like work in a bank or like be an economist which is what I did for my degree I'm just going to jump back a little bit because like I didn't do business or anything at school the the reason I did a bachelor of business is because first year you don't have to pick your papers and Mm. I'm super indecisive so I was like I'll just do that picked economics because the teacher was cool like got into it was actually really freaking hard and I hated it but internal expectation carried on yeah and then Moved into environmental management, which was something that did set like my soul on fire. And when I finished that, uh, which was June 2019, and I had my two qualifications and my amazing CV, I'll be like, sweet, I'll get a job really quick. It took me four months to find a job, mm. which was a very, like, I guess, testing period of my life. Super confronting as well. I yeah. Imagine. Like, I, I didn't expect it to take that long. And... As a very high achiever, I like I did get like a lot of the scholarships I applied for, probably minus mm. two, and so hadn't really had a lot of rejection in my life. So, mm. I think I had like ten job interviews over the space of four months, and a lot of them I was second, like second best, second best, like mm. you're almost there. And I was like, what the fuck, guys? Like I just need a job at this point. Um, and so I was applying for anything, and ideally I would have liked to work in the environmental space but they wanted five to ten years experience which I didn't have so I was applying for like junior like office junior roles and things like that and then they were like no you're too qualified and I'm like just give me a job oh wow yeah and sorry just to cut in what were the what did you study like what are the name of the bachelor's degrees and the majors and everything okay so I did a bachelor of business major in economics minor in communications and then was a master's changed to a postgraduate diploma in environmental management yeah so both very broad things like didn't specialize in any area I took I guess that minor in communications into when I was applying for jobs (coughs) excuse me and with my I did an internship in my third year at uni as well it was like a double semester course 
and uh, the project I worked on was like social media. Mm. So I took like that experience and my minor in communications and was applying for a lot of comms based roles and which obviously includes marketing but for some reason I was staying away from titles or jobs that had the word marketing in it because I was like I don't like have that much experience in it so I was like I'm going to stay away from that and then what happened with the job I have now I was because I was with like a recruitment agency and I was I had a, a specific specialist that I was working for uh, sorry, working with, and she like went through the journey of the no, no, no with me, and then she referred me to one of her colleagues who the client was hunting and fishing, and she was like, do you want to just go for this marketing role? And I was like, uh, not really, but I mean, sure, send them my CV, and then like within mm. an hour, they were like, they wanted to meet with me, and wow. then like met like the the next day, and like what's crazy was. I did like a week temp role at Toyota head office, which is in Palmy. And within a week, for some reason, got my name like around the whole company. And they, I applied for a very low level job and went through the recruitment for that over the course of a month. And I think they, after the, I had two interviews, one with the manager and then like with the executive team. And they took like three weeks to get back to me for them to say no. And I was like, that's a very long time. So I was like, if you guys, and like within the space of a day, I had the interview with Hunting and Fishing, got off of the job like an hour after the interview. And then Holy also, shit. it was pretty intense. And then I, I met with another executive committee at Toyota head office. And she went to the CEO of Toyota. New Zealand was watching the Rugby World Cup in Japan. And like mm. she went to him and was like, can I like create a role for Felicia? And they did, but I'd already signed the hunting and fishing contract. So it was like, oh, got offered no. these two amazing roles within the space of days. And it was just like crazy how the universe worked. Yeah, and yeah. it all worked out for a reason because I would have had to choose one or the other, but the way the timing worked, I didn't have to like let anyone down because mm. I just already signed the, the contract at hunting and fishing. And... That's my, I guess, employment story. Yeah, wow. Yeah, pretty that's, intense. That's so interesting. And so taking it back to the, the rejection phase, mm-hmm. how did you manage that? Like, were you, did you sort of have the attitude of, it's okay, like, it, you know, I'm not getting these jobs for a reason? Or were you frustrated? And how did you sort of get through that? Um, It was shit. Like, yeah. it was a very hard time. And I remember, I cried a lot, like, yeah. definitely. And I remember telling Daniel, I was like, which is my partner, and I was like, can you please remind me of this this time, like this time that mm. I'm struggling? Because once you get the job, you're like, sweet, right? Mm. And then you're in, in full-time employment. And I was like, please remember, remind me of this time and how shit it is. Because obviously looking back, everything happens for a reason. My friends all kept telling me like, it's just around the corner. It's just around the corner. You cannot see that when yeah. you just keep getting rejected. Yeah, that's so, so true. I guess I just, yeah, try to trust in the process it was frustrating because I definitely wanted money. Like I wanted an yeah. income at that point. But I, I kept myself busy with doing like temp roles. And then I still had like part-time jobs and working on Soul Family. But I guess my motivation for things was quite low. But just another side tangent. So the four-month 
um, looking for a job came after a very, very extreme like burnout period of my life. Okay. So when I was finishing postgrad, I had three part-time jobs and sole family. And like one of the part-time jobs was like 20 to 30 hours. And that was quite a, Jeez. they kept just asking a lot from me, that, that job. And it was a not-for-profit, so I can see why. But like, it, this is me being very vulnerable. Like it got mm. to the point where I was having like mental breakdowns every week and I was like forced to go on stress leave, which oh was, God, you poor thing. yeah, it was really hard because you kind of like bring that into your identity. You're totally. like, wow, I can't handle this. I have been forced to go on stress leave and being a high achiever, I'm like, no, no, I can do it. But yeah, yeah that was a, a bit of a hard experience. So I guess the four months needed to happen so I could rest and just relax. Mm to some extent even though I was applying applying for jobs is not fun no um yeah in the interview process but looking back it obviously all happened the way it did for a reason yeah definitely I think it's just so hard like you say to keep that in mind in, in that four month period because mm. I'm thinking about myself now having left my job being like three two two and a half months out of it now mm. and that no money thing starts to get to you and you're like, oh, I really need to get a job, but just nothing's coming up that I actually want. And trying to keep in mind that those the right thing will come along and mm. you just need to keep going. But pushing through that mental barrier can be so hard, especially yeah. just with constant knockbacks as well. Yeah. Um, and then I think you just start to question your own worth as, like, an employee. 100%. And you just yeah. think, how, how can I really get anything or anywhere like this yeah because are you kind of in that stage at the moment where you're looking for something like an opportunity yeah like I feel I'm trying I'm seeking opportunities and Mm -hmm. trying to find something that's right for me um and my problem is not necessarily that I'm applying and getting rejected but more just that I don't know what I want Mm -hmm. and then I'm frustrated by that yeah not knowing what I want um and pushing past that and just trying to work that out, I find to be such a hard mental block. Yeah. No, I, I feel like that, let, let's talk about that because I feel like that comes back to your why and purpose. Mm. And I know you've done a couple of episodes on this. Like we're going to go through searching for that like our whole life. Yeah. And so I guess what's helped me is I just try and think about my values and like what is important to me and which is like, exploring adventure like helping people like making a positive impact in whatever way that looks like and so I just try and focus on that and I'm definitely not practicing what I preached because my my job at the moment is quite admin based and Mm. I am sitting in front of a computer a lot of the time and it's a very full-on schedule for one person I've been up in Auckland for the past couple days and it can get very full-on like traveling and being away from home like obviously awesome opportunity and I'm making heaps of connections but sometimes it's just nice to have a job where it's like nine to five and then you can leave and work on your own things which I do have a lot lot things outside of work Yeah, yeah so I guess coming back to like the why purpose bit that can be really frustrating and that's something my partner's trying to work through at the moment like he's a qualified mechanic but currently in car sales wants to move into like the maybe finance financial advisor real estate mortgage broker world oh wow um yeah yeah, so it's something he's really interested in he's like really into like investing in his shares and we want to build like a property portfolio but Mm. he's someone who has left he left high school I think in like year 12 
doesn't didn't really do any study other than as apprenticeship and it's hard because you're one like trying to change a whole freaking career but then like do you even really want it yeah like what the fuck do you actually want to do yeah and it's hard because like our parents and stuff they stay in one job or one career for their whole lives Mm. but here's us and we want to do that and that and that and that and I feel like that's what you're living right now you've quit you've quit your job and you're experimenting you know Mm. like nothing's right or wrong can always go back and get another job yeah and that's what I, like I admire about you like if I could right now I'm, I'm very grateful for my job I am and especially in a pandemic but if I could I would like leave yeah and just like work on my own things and that finances don't al- allow for that obviously but I guess I've kind of given myself like a pact to myself like I'll do two years at max at hunting and fishing and then I'll need to find another opportunity or work um, for myself doing something else so I guess that's my way of staying accountable to not getting so easy to get like stuck in the nice yeah. comfortableness of a job and mm. it's it becomes easy because learning new jobs is shit like mm. I felt like I learned my job for the whole last 12 months so and, and now I'm doing the cycle again so I'm like it's easy I'll just cruise this year, which is kind of my intention so I can yeah. focus on my other things yeah yeah that is the thing I think and it's interesting how many people are in that same position as well. Like, it wasn't until I decided I was going to leave my job mm. that, you know, 10 other people came up to me and were like, oh, you know, I also really want to leave my own, this job and do this and that and the other thing. And so I think if you are listening and you feel like that, just know that you're not alone. Mm. For sure, there's definitely other people that feel the exact same. And taking that leap of faith and leaving a job isn't an easy decision to make, especially when you feel like you should be grateful or loyal to the employer or it's a really good opportunity or something like that um it can be so hard to leave but I also ultimately believe that at the end of the day sometimes you just have to be in air quotes selfish and do what's going to make only you happy yeah um and then I think after that and I I was like a big believer in that obviously left my job and that was all great and then now I'm in that period where I'm thinking okay, I knew I was going to be in this transitional Mm. period trying to work out things, try things, have a bit more time on my hands. Mm. But I'm realising it's not as easy as I thought it was going to be. And I think I thought I would have so much more self-discipline and I would be able to push myself through and I'd be so busy. But I'm not. Like, I'm Mm. genuinely not that busy. I mean, the things I'm doing, like, sort of contract freelance social media stuff on the side, very basic, very minimal, mm. and then have so much time to work on uh, on the one-up project, which is great, but it's almost adds so much pressure having all that time. Yeah. Because you feel like if you're not your most productive, most efficient, most successful version of yourself, then why do you have all this time anyway? Yeah. And I think you like I, I put a lot of pressure on myself to try and be – like the most successful podcaster in New Zealand, which yeah. is so ridiculous. Um, and I think the main reason I left my job was because I wanted to have the time to think about what it was I actually liked and didn't like and work on the podcast, put some time into it. And that's yeah. exactly what I'm doing now. Yeah. So I I think, yeah, just you, you think you'll be fine and then you jump into something like that and – it's just the next barrier you need to get through. But I think it's worth it to learn about yourself mm. and for your own personal development. Yeah, it, it's scary though, way eh? Because I feel like if you are working for yourself or self-employed, you have to be really like radically self-responsible. Definitely. And be able to – because you've like 
you know how the saying is like you take action and then that's how you get motivation through like the momentum of continuing to act mm. um, but I feel like discipline is like the number one thing that people need to master which yeah. I, I definitely haven't and that's like something that really scares me like four and a half mm. years at uni you are by yourself and you have to do your own self-directed learning and so I did really crave structure in the nine to five because it was nine to five rather than 8 a.m to midnight and I was like sweet then I can just clock off but I'm just so like I'm such a high achiever and I just give so much of myself like time and energy to someone else's dream e.g who I work for rather than leaving some for myself so I think that's one of my intentions this year is to manage my where I put my energy and like um specifically energy because yeah you can put time but I feel like time and energy are two different things and last year I was very mentally drained like energy wise and so I didn't have any mental clarity or creative space in my mind to work on my other things and I think that's you you get put in like kind of like a rut and then you just don't want to do anything like Mm. if I quit my job tomorrow and like worked on these things I would have too much time on my hands and then I would freak out and then I would just procrastinate because it would just be too overwhelming and I definitely need to learn how to because I'm a high achiever I'm busy 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 and being busy is glorified as fuck and I think that's why I started with my hustle culture podcast mm, you've got to, I loved that episode. the do 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 that's like one of my like most like listened to episodes which is just crazy yeah I think it's just because of like that burnout period I had and I really wanted to speak more about it because it's shit and when you are like making yourself busy you are hiding from something like mm. mentally inside escapism yeah like mentality. I, I guess like it's like kind of like doing alcohol or drugs all right yeah. you're just like filling a, trying void. to fill a void mm. and so it would it's going to take me a long time to like peel back those like layers that I have built over the past like five years of hustling so hard and to just stopping and like trying to work from more of a place of like ease and flow rather than do 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 fill up my timetable with all these different things which will be an interesting journey for me definitely yeah um for sure and yeah I think that's what I'm gonna like focus on this year so for you, because you do suffer from having burnout and that kind of thing, do mm-hmm. you have tools that you then apply when you feel like you're going down that path again? Yeah, um, definitely do. But I feel like when you get in that space, like you chuck all your tools out the window. Yeah. I don't know. You just kind of get in like that mindset that it's not going to work. And like, yeah, I do journaling and meditation and stuff like that. And then my like organized self like says you got to do it every single day. And then it becomes a chore and then you don't want to do it anymore. Mm. So what what I'm trying to live by at the moment is just like trying to intuitively listen to what my mind or body needs and just go from there. Because, yeah, if I like put it into some kind of structured routine, like wake up, do yoga, do 10 minutes meditation, go to the gym, then it just uh, becomes a burden in my mind and then I self-sabotage and don't do it. So definitely all those kind of self-care rituals do help and are really important to me, like Mm. the ones I've just mentioned, yoga, meditation, being out in nature, uh, journaling, but I just do it when I feel like it rather than it being some kind of chore. And it does help to get your... consistent 
tool you're using to yeah I just I guess I just try and incorporate it into my lifestyle when I need it and there might be some times when I need them more than others and everyone knows about all the kind of self-care rituals now so you just need to I guess figure out like what works what works for you yeah Mm. yeah I agree um, and I think we should have a chat around about hustle culture because it's something I haven't really spoken about too much on my platform, I suppose. Mm. But it is an important topic because it is massive. And I think our generation is quite interesting where there's there's a lot of young people doing things now, like yeah. starting their own things. It's like you have to wait. It's like, mm. like mandatory now. You've got to start a side hustle. Yeah, like it's kind of scary in a way because I, I definitely don't think you should, you'd need to have something like yeah. that. But then I always wanted something like that. And yeah. I feel like maybe that was because of the pressures of feeling like, you know, I needed to have something like that. So, mm. and then you feel like you should be busy all the time and that kind of thing. So what are your thoughts on hustle culture and your experiences with that? I have definitely like fallen victim to hustle culture. Yeah. And I think that's just because from a very young age, I wanted to be like the best, be the top. And what I thought that looked like was being the CEO and I was going to climb the ladder. And now I'm like, fuck that. I don't want to be in an office every day. Give me the, give me as far as you can away from that but yes I I was one first I was someone who did thrive academically in the traditional education system which I guess was good for me made life easier but there's so many people that don't and they just like to learn in different ways and so because I thrived in that um, academically with grades and stuff I just kept pursuing that and doing the traditional route of going to uni and then potentially doing like a postgrad and then getting a good job and when I started Soul Family, that was probably my first like little extra thing outside of that. And that was back in, I started working on that in 2017. And my friends were like, wow, you're so amazing. Like, that's so cool. Like, you're doing all this cool stuff. But then, like, if they listen to this podcast, like, guys, I've been through some shit. Like, it's really hard. And, yeah. uh, it, like, to my de- detriment, I, I make all the choices myself, right? So at the end of the day, I am responsible and it hasn't been easy and it look looks nice on like social media and things like that. And we are exposed to it. Like everyone is exposed to it and they see it and then they want it. And they, you yeah, as a young person, I feel like everyone, and that's what I talked about in my episode, you feel like you've got to have something to be mm. not even successful anymore. Just like being a normal young normal. person, you've yeah. got to do that like one up. <laughs> yeah. Do like that extra thing to like be at the bottom of the benchmark kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah, so true. And it can be so stressful um, for people because like you say, it just it's not even to be different anymore. It's mm. almost just to be... It's like a standard, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is like a standard. And I think it's actually quite a hard one because how how do you teach someone that you don't need to do that when that's almost the norm mm. now? Yeah, I mean, I feel there's just so many expectations for the average young person of this generation because you can do so much. Mm-hmm. Compared to what our par- our parents grew up, it was kind of like you couldn't. There was wasn't access to the type of information and resources that yeah. we have so young now. I mean, it's so easy to set up a Shopify site, yeah. Start your own e-commerce bedroom, uh, bedroom, <laughs> e-commerce store from your bedroom, yeah. And it takes pretty much nothing. I mean, yeah. I was thinking about um, podcasting the other day, and I was like, beside the mics, like there was really no setup cost, yeah, to just 
decide that you want to share your opinion with other people on a public platform yeah and potentially monetize it down the road Mm -hmm. so I think for people who do feel like that you need to work out why it is that you feel pressure to do that that yeah trying to like I guess get to that that root of why do you feel like you need to do this Mm. and I yeah like for me like I started Soul Family because I wanted to like correctly inform people about like different environmental issues and things like that and then I was like oh let's like sell some products and get Mm. rich definitely doesn't work like that yeah and then I guess with the podcast I really just wanted to have epic conversations with people like you not only like like learning from you but people listening also get to like join in and like Mm. be a fly on the wall and like listen to the conversation and just spread like awesome information and like expose people to different opportunities and if you feel called to like go for it but if you don't like just I know it's hard you can't just like not feel the pressure of like all these societal expectations but I guess that's where you need to pause like look at your life are you happy with it or not and it might be like you have to do like a lot of journaling over the course of a few months and just really get clear on what like lights your soul on fire and what's important to you yeah because you got to think the feeling you have when you see someone else doing something like their own business or side hustle and you feel like you should be doing that, you probably feel a bit of jealousy towards them. You're like, why aren't I doing that? You know, mm. I want to be as, air quotes again, successful as mm. them. Um, but what is it that, what is it about a side hustle that is going to add this value to your life what is it that is going to add this excitement and this success to your life like what are you is it the side hustle or is it that you actually just don't feel fulfilled in your day-to-day job and you Mm. prefer to be doing something else so Mm. therefore you're unhappy because if you were happy and you were satisfied with what you're doing you wouldn't feel the need to come out and start a podcast or a business or do something on the side you wouldn't feel the need to do that um so what is it in your life that you are missing and how can you replace that in a way that's actually just going to add value to your life rather than stress you out yeah something that I like to do quite regularly is if time if time and money wasn't an issue what would my dream day look like Mm. and like literally it mine I'll explain it's very simple like I want to like move my body for health reasons nourish my body with good food Uh, spend like maybe like four hours of the day working on a passion project or something that's important to me spending time with my friends and family elevating my brain somehow listening to podcasts or reading a book or something like that and then being outside in nature and like that's it and that Mm. sounds like the most epic day to to me and I just try and work from that so at the moment that's that's my ideal day currently for myself and I want to talk a little bit about something else I've jumped into Mm. and it might be a little bit controversial okay so (laughs) so bring the tea Felicia I I guess like all young people you're trying to figure out how to like get like financial freedom right of course and why do you want it's not about the money it's what the money can do for you in your life and so I started Soul Family because I thought that could be it for me definitely wasn't great learning opportunity thanks soul family <laughs> and after doing 12 months in a job like sitting at a desk working for someone else I'm like fuck this like this is definitely not the life I want to live mm. and so I've kind of given myself a two to five year goal of 
making enough money elsewhere in my uh, whatever I'm doing that'll allow me to quit my job. Hmm. So this is like like hard for me to talk about, but I have like joined like an affiliate marketing okay. type company, and they like anything network marketing MLM have quite a bad like negative Mm. connotation and I can see why and I was very hesitant to join one for a long time but I found one that I think can work and really get me to some type of financial freedom and it's definitely not like a get rich quick scheme those don't exist in the world and whatever I put into it I get out of it right Mm. and so there's like a couple of like girls in the space like they've been in it for eight months and they were able to resign and I'm like fuck that's cool like I'm Mm. gonna give it a go and it's just like an awesome community like they all want like that everyone wants the best for each other they all just want to live like life from like their heart space like what's important to them like living their, their dream day so that's something I've joined recently in like the past couple of months and my friends like all worried for me because they're like oh like Felicia you're already doing too much stuff and then there's like some friends that are concerned like that I got scammed and stuff Mm. and I guess my response to that is I am leading my life and I am making the choices and it's mindset right if you believe in yourself enough you can literally do freaking anything yeah and it's taken me a long time to feel really confident in myself but I know that I am leading my life and if I'm leading it, it's going to be epic because whatever I put my mind to, I can do, right? So that's another thing that I'm doing on the side. That and I suppose I, the consequences, sorry to cut in, but like, that's right. you know, the consequences of, of that, whether good or bad, again, is up to you because yeah. it is your life. So, you know, you're in charge of that and your friends are probably just looking out for you in terms of that kind of thing. Yeah. But I do agree. I think you're in total control of the happiness and the success that your life brings you personally mm-hmm. and you've got to take ownership over that and if that means you know doing what you're doing then good yeah on you. yeah and it's like I know like my friends if anyone or my family are concerned it's definitely from a place of love like I get that um but if I believe in it and I'm gonna give it like a really good shot but it's definitely going to be like an interesting journey for me Mm. and trying to fit it in around everything else is gonna be a fun thing to get through. Yeah that's gonna be very full-on for you. Yeah I I guess I was actually a little bit naive like the way that some of the girls in our community show up online it looks like uh like not a lot of work but it definitely does have an element of work to it and I didn't quite see that and now that I'm in I'm obviously fully committed to it and I'm gonna give it my best shot amongst doing my other things and I purely see it as a vehicle that that will allow me to hopefully quit the nine to five and just like do like whatever I like I just so badly want to travel and I know every young person does but like exploring every inch of the world like just like oh my gosh that makes me so excited like immersing yourself in like culture and different experiences so that's something I really want to do. And then I'm obviously very, like, a maternal person as well. So I can't wait to have kids. And yeah. just the reason being, like, being able to raise, like, epic human beings and, like, teaching them how to uh, live from a place of, like, kindness and love. And because there's uh, so many people in this world and I guess lots of bad people, some good people, and then some, like, epic people and I want to like add to that <laughs> and mm. like create some really epic human beings. So that's so exciting. Yeah. Before I even jumped into this, I wanted to create a personal brand both 
in the business community but also online so people could really understand who Felicia was and what value I could bring. So by joining this community, it's really like ramped that up like times a thousand for me and I'm really, really, oops, and I'm really having to like show up authentically as myself and that's been hard because all like the comparison has been real like there has been some girls that have joined the same time as me and they're doing like dancing reels and stuff and doing all that and I'm like shit how do I keep up with everything I'm doing (laughs) but then I'm like relax just do you Felicia and that's been like a really like awesome thing to move through because the subconscious comparison it keeps coming through but I keep telling myself that just show up as yourself and your vibe will attract your tribe but yeah it's an interesting space to be a part of and we like maybe I might get heaps of people that like hate on me but like I really don't like I don't care and you it's gotta do you yeah at the end of the day, right? and I'm choosing I'm, I'm making decisions that I feel like are right for me and mm-hmm. I'm going to continue down this path and it's interesting to see once I've started putting out this information on online you have people that are genuinely like nosy and then you have people that are curious a little bit interested and then you have people that like are so like fired up excited like they uh this could they view it as an opportunity that could really help them like get ahead or uh pursue uh, a lifestyle that they're after and create financial freedom and blah 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 so I guess that's what I'm just working towards and Mm. yeah it has been scary talking about it but I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, no, yeah. that's awesome. Awesome to hear um, your whole story and what you've been doing and your perspective on everything. Yeah. And I, I think we'll wrap it up there. I think that you have a lot of value to give, especially having been through what you've been through. And I think I look forward to hearing um, what people have gotten out of what you've had to say. So thank you so much, Felicia. Oh, thank you so much. And thanks so much for having me on as well. Alright, thanks guys. Alright guys, thank you so much for listening. I really hope you were able to take something valuable away. Um, be sure to subscribe and keep up with the socials for further episodes at The One Up Project and I'll catch you on the next one.